0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Football Betting Podcast, we're into December, Uh, that's come around quick, our aim is to get you a bit more money for your Christmas presents isn't it Tommy?
1: It is, it is, welcome to the show everyone, Uh, excited to be covering a lot of football in the next month or so and hopefully yielding a good amount of profit as well because we're coming off the back of a win.
0: We are, we are and we'll talk through that um, later on in the show. Uh, But yeah, as for today, this show is, as ever, sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. If you uh, go to manscaped.com and enter the code FBP20 at the checkout, you can get 20% off and free delivery on whatever you order. Um, If you're new, welcome to the show. What we do here is we go through each of the four top English leagues, so Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two. We look at our betting highlights across all of the leagues. And then uh, we'll wrap it up nicely at the end with a few bomb-proof trebles. Um, Premier League, Tom, no Friday game this week because uh, of coronavirus. So Villa-Newcastle, the Newcastle squad has been hit by about COVID. Uh, so the game's postponed. So we can go straight to Saturday. Uh, Burnley-Everton is our first game, 12.30 kickoff there. Anything you fancy here? Or is this one just to watch and uh not have a bet on.
1: Yeah, completely, you know, avoid this game from a gambling perspective. Uh, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I don't quite trust Everton and I've proven to be right, to be honest with you. Uh, Even though they had a blistering start, I I don't even trust him here. And same with Burnley. Uh, So yeah, better opportunities elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I was toying with um, one thing and that's, that's Burnley to score. Um, Everton are without a clean sheet in the, in 11 consecutive games, so really struggling defensively. However, when you look at Burnley's offensive stats, they've scored just four goals all season uh, in nine games. So, so that doesn't fill me with confidence. But Burnley to score, it is one to two if you fancy it, so it's not a bad price for, for a team to get on the score sheet if you fancied something. But Burnley's attacking threat does does concern me somewhat.
1: Yes, uh, second top scorer, Jimmy Dunn, um, who scored one goal and he is a defender. So that tells you everything. Anyway, moving on.
0: Yeah, moving on. Much more profitable game, I would expect, at three o'clock. It's Manchester City against Fulham. Uh, called it bang on, didn't we, last weekend, where Man City played Burnley? We said they'd get routed. Uh, they'd lost 5 0 on the last three consecutive occasions at the Etihad. It was another 5-0, um, and I could see a scoreline along the same vein um, in this game against Fulham. don't know about you.
1: Yeah, uh, I think less towards the 5-6, and six, more towards the 2-3. and three. I think Fulham have somewhat turned a little bit of a corner, to be honest with you, Tom. Um, sure, they're still conceding goals, and obviously you don't want to go away to Man City, but Man City on in Top Gear um, lost against Tottenham, struggled against a poor Olympiakos side, beat a poor Burnley side, drew away at Porto. Just, just, I'm just not quite convinced. And unless you've got an absolutely sparkling price for me, I mean, one to ten, I couldn't run away any quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah, one to ten. There's absolutely nothing in that whatsoever. But um, it's just handicap again for me with Man City. So, I'll be looking at probably minus two, which is five to six. So, uh, getting a little bit under evens. But, you know, if Man City do get a 3-0, 4-1, something like that, 4-0, then uh, then that one comes in. I think more than capable. For me, I, I'm a bit um, I'm a bit more on the side of Man City will probably win this 4-0 or 5-0 again.
1: Wow. Okay. So, I'm a little bit more cautious. So, I watched yeah. the Leicester-Fulham game and Fulham completely changed the way that they played. They played on the break rather than trying to control the ball, etc. It worked really well for them. Um one little thing I have wrote down here. Man City to win, both teams to score, 6 to 4. You know, I I like the look of um <laughs> I like the look of Lookman this season. I think he's been absolutely fantastic and uh, yeah, he was devastating on the break against Leicester. Could be the same at the Etihad.
0: Okay, right. Man United. So West Ham against Man United. Then is the five thirty kickoff. Again, I feel like I'm a bit of a record on repeat when it comes to Man United. But every time I see them come up at the moment, I do not trust them whatsoever. Um, Yet they're always favourites, especially in recent weeks. They're evens to win away at West Ham. This is a West Ham side above them in the league. They're in fifth place, won three on the bounce, and at thirteen to five for West Ham United. I'm I'm again more tempted to go for either West Ham or the double chance here, based on how ropey I feel like Man United can be. I don't know what you're going to get from them.
1: Hmm. I I disagree. That was
0: a, that was a muted response.
1: <laughs> yeah, I disagree. Uh, I wouldn't want to bet on this game. I've been really impressed with West Ham, and Moisey is kind of reborn a little bit, isn't he? Uh, here, but yeah, yeah. Uh, After United's dramatic win at Southampton, they set a new club record of eight successive top-flight victories on the road. So, at home, they've really, really struggled. And that is why they are nowhere near where they think they should be. But on the road, they've won eight in a row. And I don't know if I can go against that as bad as they can be.
0: So, you're thinking... No bet, or I'm thinking
1: no bet, honestly. Um, I, I mean, if I had to go for something, you know, a team littered with stars like United, um, you know, evens won their last eight games on the road. I mean, if this, you know, if it was Man City and they'd won eight in a row on the road, we'd be all over it at evens, Tom. So, yeah. you know, credit where credit's due. I think, uh, I think I'd be leaning more towards United.
0: How about both teams to score? Does that took you fancy? United, yes. you know, they're on a good, a good away run. Um, haven't kept a clean sheet in seven of the last eight games. So, you know, West Ham to get on the score sheet, both teams to score, perhaps then that's an alternative for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm happy to look at. It's eight to 13. So, yeah, um, odds on. But, yeah, I, I do fancy it.
0: Okay, cool. Right, let's go to the final game then. Chelsea against Leeds. Chelsea priced at eight to fifteen for the win, the draw sixteen to five, and Leeds twenty one to four. For me here, I'm just going to go for Chelsea. I don't think it's going to be an easy game for them. I don't think any game against Leeds um, at the moment is going to be easy. Um, seeing them keep we're seeing them keep consecutive clean sheets against Arsenal and Everton after conceding four in consecutive games against. Leicester and Palace, so tightened up somewhat at the back in recent weeks. However, uh, this Chelsea team is just just purring along very nicely, aren't they? Not many teams, especially English teams, go away to Sevilla and win 4-0 um, in the Champions League as they did in midweek. I think for me, the price is uh, a little bit short, 8-15, to but yeah, Chelsea will get the win here to continue their impressive start.
1: Yeah, I mean, Chelsea... Chelsea should go into this with caution, and I think profit chasers should as well. Leeds, a very unique team to play against. They're either unbelievably open, hence the four goals um, against the likes of Palace that you just mentioned, Tom, or they're incredibly well-drilled and everything goes to plan, and they get clean sheets against Arsenal and, and Everton. So, really not sure what to make of this game. I'm not that convinced by um, Chelsea at that price I think if I was to you know someone had a gun to my head I'd go for Chelsea but there's something about Leeds they're pretty unpredictable so for me fence sitter
0: there's a few of these scary teams isn't there in the Premier League at the moment like Leeds as you're saying a one Southampton another one Wolves another one Wolves
1: yeah they're the... Man United
0: I feel personally are another one
1: yeah um, for me Newcastle I, Newcastle are always capable of uh, of screwing you over when you go against them. And when you go for them, they're, they uh, occasionally yeah. churn out a little bit of a turn-it performance. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a minefield. And obviously, all those teams have got something in common. And, you know, they're all towards the middle of the pack. So, yeah.
0: yep, yeah, definitely. OK, then let's move to Sunday. We've got 12 o'clock, West Brom against Palace. West Brom 15 to 8. The draw eleven to five and Palace thirty one to twenty. Um We've got here fifteenth in Palace plays eighteenth in West Brom. For me, I'm not bothered about having a bet on this game or watching it to be honest.
1: Hmm. I, fair enough, mate. It's it's not going to be one for the neutrals, but I'm all in on West Brom. All in on West Brom. They are fifteen to eight. And I just like the way that they've gone about their business in the last couple of games. Um, Since they lost the way to Fulham, uh, they obviously lost to Tottenham at home in dramatic fashion. They pushed United all the way, possibly could have won, maybe drawn the game at the very least, ended up losing somehow, and then getting a win over Sheffield United in which they were not the best side. But I think those three results... And those three performances are more encouraging than Palace's, in which, yes, they beat Leeds 4-1, but they followed that up with losses against Burnley and Newcastle, not scoring a goal. They haven't scored a goal in three of their last four games, which makes me feel that that four goals they put past Leeds, I would be incredibly confident to put a lot of money on the fact that Palace won't score more than two in a game. For the rest of the season, and for me, I'm going to go for West Brom, 15 to eight. I'm starting to get very worried about Crystal Palace.
0: More than two in a game for the rest of the season—big statement. I
1: don't, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see more than two in a game. You tell me where that's coming from.
0: Yeah, well, if especially if someone like Zaha gets injured, then uh, no hope.
1: Yeah, they're uh, they're in trouble. But yeah, moving on. Sheffield United, Leicester. Is the next one on the bill, Tom. Anything you fancy yep. here, mate?
0: I feel like at the moment I should be going against Sheffield United every single week. So Leicester at 19-20 to 20 is, is the obvious pick. Um, I am a bit concerned by the fact that Leicester have kind of dropped off a little bit in recent weeks, losing 3-0, getting dominated by Liverpool. And then, as you say um, earlier in the show, losing last weekend to Fulham 2-1 at home. Um, That worries me. Uh, Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Leicester won this game, but I feel like I would avoid it based on how uh, Leicester have dipped in recent weeks. Mm -hmm. I feel like Sheffield United have got to get a point at some point, surely, haven't they? (laughs) Surely they've got to get something at some point. Um, nine losses from their ten games, and it's going to turn around a little bit surely at some point. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd avoid personally.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to go against Sheffield United, and I'm happy to keep doing it until I'm until they trip me up um, one point from ten games, uh, four goals scored. <laughs> yeah, I I'm taking Leicester all day here. I don't care. How bad Leicester have been recently? 19 to 20. Yeah, give me that all day long.
0: Right then, then a big game up next. to 4.30 Sunday kickoff is the North London derby. Uh, Tottenham at home to Arsenal. Spurs priced at 19 to 20. The draw, 13 to 5. Arsenal, 14 to 5. Um, now on the face of it, you'd think Spurs top of the league. Arsenal, 14th in kind of very, very patchy poor form at the moment i will be looking at Spurs 19 to 20. However, there's one doubt that comes into my mind about that, and that's the potential Harry Kane injury. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything today on it. I haven't personally. We're recording this on Thursday evening. Um Rumours are that he may miss the game through injury. But, uh, yeah, that's the last I've heard. I don't know if you know any more. Nope. More than that. No. So if I feel like if Harry Kane starts, I'm all in on Spurs. Um without Kane, without the talisman in North London derbies, less so, but I still think they'll probably still win.
1: I'm happy to to go for Spurs with or without Kane. I think um nineteen to twenty for Spurs is a really good price. The top of the table. Arsenal obviously down in fourteenth there for the first time there's been a, a couple of question marks and even for myself as a big fan of arteta regarding you know what this team can achieve i think he's going to need a lot more time than arsenal are going to give him and yeah recently it's just it's just been poor hasn't it really um it has been I'm, very poor yeah i'm i'm just not seeing arsenal go to tottenham and getting anything other than a than a slap in the face to be honest with you um, yeah, 19-20. to 20. I'm, I'm happy to go for Spurs on this. 2,000 fans yeah. in the stadium as well. So, maybe that will give Spurs, you know, a 0.2% lift over Arsenal. Who knows?
0: That'll, that'll feel empty, won't it? it 2,000 fans yeah. in, that, in that stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Um,
0: um, but yeah, last time Arsenal went away to Spurs and won is uh, in the league, at least, is in 2014. So that's some seven games ago now. So, uh, yeah, not been a happy hunting ground for them, unfortunately, for Gunners fans. And if Harry Kane does play, you know, he tends to score in a lot of these North London derbies. I think it's um seven in the last nine North London derbies he's scored in now. Uh, Any time goal scorer for Harry Kane evens. So that could, again, be a good price to look at if he does play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Finally, then on Sunday we've got Liverpool against Wolves. Uh, Liverpool one to two, the draw ten to three, Wolves eleven to two. You know, I mentioned a few minutes ago how fine Wolves, one of those teams. I don't know what to predict from them one week to the next. Um, with Liverpool's injuries, one to two seems short against the Wolves side who are more than capable of at least getting a draw out of this game if they if they turn up and play well.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go for Liverpool. Um two words. Raul Jimenez. I think without him wolves are considerably worse off. Um he's obviously not gonna not gonna be playing in this game. So I'm gonna take Liverpool. Yes, I would like a better price, Tom. I agree with you. But unfortunately, this is what we have to deal with. Uh, A little fun uh, extra bet if you wanted to have a look at it. Diego Jota, or Diogo Jota, sorry. Uh, Anytime scorer against his former club, 13 to 10. Uh, He's been on fantastic form this season and he's playing against his former club. Everything seems to line up to the fact that he's going to get a goal. So, yeah, 13 to 10. Any time, just a little fun, maybe in play uh, bet for you.
0: I like that. I do like that. Fantastic addition to my fancy football team as well. He's Mm. been over the last couple of weeks. Right. uh, Finally, then on Monday, we've got Brighton against Southampton. Uh, Brighton, the home side, priced at 29 to 20. The draw priced at 12 to 5. And Southampton priced at 19 to 10. It would probably be a good game of football, uh, result-wise. I couldn't tell you which way this one's going to go. No. Toss your coin.
1: Agreed. Very pretty. Lots of passes. Who knows what will happen. If I, if I had to be pushed, <laughs> I'd probably go yeah. for Southampton. Uh, just because Brighton, despite them being nice, uh, they've played five games at home in a row without winning. And Southampton haven't lost any of the last four. So... Just something to think about. I'd probably go for Southampton 19 to 10, but phew, I'd rather just watch it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be a good watch, definitely. Right, so that wraps up the Premier League. Are you looking for the ultimate stocking stuffer for this holiday season? If you are, look no further because our sponsors, Manscaped, have the tools to make you win this year's stuffing stuffing stucker. <laughs> <laughs> Stocking stuffer, or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products. And fantastic news for all of us over in Europe, Canada, and Australia. We can now buy the products.
1: Yeah, and a few of the products that are prime stocking stuffers include the Crop Preserver. So this is ball deodorant. I don't think I need to explain that. Uh, Crop Reviver. This is a ball toner, a spray-on toner that will give your balls a little slice of heaven. uh, with their aloe vera and hazel extracts uh, we've got the crop mop raindrop crop mop uh, ball wipes so <laughs> <laughs> you never know when your opportunity strikes you know you need to be prepared uh, with some uh, genitalia wipes uh and yeah stuff like the foot duster foot deodorant the shears which is a luxury really four-piece nail kit uh, there's a really good array of items prime for those little extras that you'll find under the fireplace on christmas morning definitely lots of options and like tom said at the top of the show fbp20 yeah. at the checkout and that will get you 20 percent off and free shipping
0: yeah absolutely so uh, be the ballsiest gift giver this christmas with manscaped
1: <laughs> yes let's move on to the champ all right so we're going to start off with what will probably be the most entertaining game uh, of the weekend. We're going to look at Brentford-Blackburn. This is a really interesting game. We've got Brentford in sixth and Blackburn in ninth. Just two points separate the sides. And we've got the two championship top scorers going head-to-head in Tony and Armstrong. I mean, this is going to be such a scintillating game. Uh, So over 2.5 goals for me is an absolute must it's 10 to 11 i really really did not expect to get such a good price both teams to score also fancy that 4 to 5 in terms of a result please don't push me into a corner and ask me to predict a result i poss- i couldn't possibly do that but wow what a game i'm literally so excited for this game and i think it's going to be blockbuster
0: yeah and you speak about tony and armstrong um tony anytime scorer Five to six. He's on form me squad in his last three consecutive games. Um, Armstrong, seven to five to score any time. hmm
1: Yeah, uh, really exciting game should be a good one.
0: I wonder what the odds on Adam Armstrong to finish top scorer were uh, at the start of the season. Yeah, must... I imagine it's probably quite high.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, because you know, last season, unfortunately, you've caught me cold and I don't have his uh, goal stats in front of me. But last season, he was just like a a productive winger, I'd say. That's how I would describe him. Uh, I've managed to delay everything well enough that I can bring up his goals from last season. (laughs) Uh, 16 in 46 games. And this season, he's got 14 in 14. So, he's two off matching his his tally for last season. He's always been a really good player at this level. But this season, he's particularly exploded.
0: All right, not the strongest tip of the weekend for me then with my next one. Um, But Wickham on the double chance away at Preston North End. Uh, Wickham currently in 22nd, Preston in 15th. But Preston are absolutely woeful at home. Played seven games, lost six of them, uh, scored just two goals in seven, conceded 10. Um, That's why I think Wickham could potentially get something here because Preston are like Jekyll and Hyde. When they play away, they're fantastic. Um, you know, we've seen them go away to Bournemouth and win, you know in midweek. The top away team in the league just pants at home. So for me, this Wickham side, 10 to 11, who have shown a bit of fight in recent weeks, they've lost just two games in the last eight, so they are starting to turn a corner now. Um, not winning many, drawing more than they have been winning, uh, drawn four, won, two, lost two. At the last date there, so for me, I think it'll probably be a low scoring, and it could be like a one all something like that. And I think Wickham can definitely get something from this Preston side who struggle at home.
1: Yeah, Wickham definitely have have really turned the corner and started to uh, started to upset a couple of people, haven't they? So, yeah,
0: yeah, like we see them draw with Brentford and draw with Watford
1: in yeah.
0: in recent weeks. So that's that's good results for them.
1: Absolutely. Well. As a Nottingham Forest fan, when I look at the fixture list at the start of the season, obviously I look for Boxing Day, I look for Derby, I look for Opening Day, I look for our you know last six games, etc. There are two teams where I look at to see where, when we're playing them away because I just know it's going to end in tears. The first one <coughs> is Barnsley, and obviously we've been there and done that actually twice this season. The other one is Reading. Um, we haven't got a victory over uh, Reading in our last five visits. If you want to go even further back, it's one win in nine visits to Reading. Reading 11 to 8. They are a little bit unpredictable. Uh, obviously, it started the season off on an absolute train. They've kind of faltered a little bit, but we're talking about a Nottingham Forest side that are in 21st and encouraging 0 0 at home to Watford. Let's be real, though. Did they look like scoring? Probably not. Can I see Reading scoring? Absolutely. So I'm thinking Forrest have got to get at least one, if not two, to not lose the game. So I, I just can't see it happening. Reading, 11-8. to eight. It is the early kickoff. I just wanted to add on Saturday, for those of you uh, that are superstitious about early kickoffs, and there are plenty of you.
0: Yeah, um, we're not scoring two. Absolutely no chance. No. So I think I think the best we can probably hope for is a one-all draw.
1: Yeah, one-all, nil-nil. But let's be real. Yeah. Um, we've been terrible recently, and the articles coming out, the the whole mood around the club is, is really grim at the moment. So yeah. I think we're yeah. we're uh, we're prime prey. I think for Reading this weekend.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if. Um you'd go as far as, as this, Tom, but for us to 10-1 to, to get relegated, you know, all the bad feeling that's going off around our club at the moment, the poor performances, uh, this mishmash of players, you know, it's 10-1's to 1's a big price still. The bookies don't think we're going to go down. Um, do you think we've got enough about us despite all this turmoil to stay in the league? Yes. I can't remember even talking about this, to be honest, at the, yeah, at the start of the season. I, I thought we'd be bang up there.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to say yes, but I am deeply concerned. So, yeah, I don't think me and Tom have many tips left in a championship. Just a quick banana skin to let everyone know about at Norwich. I mean, when you look at, you know, you roll into the bookies on Saturday or you open your laptop, however you do this, and you see Norwich at home, Sheffield Wednesday, okay, and you see Norwich top. Sheffield Wednesday, 23rd. You see 10-11. Normally, that would be the first team down on Euraka. The first team. However, Norwich have got over 10 first-team injuries. They played Steeperman up front, and they lost to Luton in midweek. They had one player on their bench... Bearing in mind in the Championship, obviously, there's nine subs. Um, They had one player on the bench that had ever played senior football. They are in a Mm -hmm. little bit of an injury crisis. And I just want to warn the profit chasers against that, especially with Tony Pulis in the other dugout. That is pretty much the cherry on the cake.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, One thing that does concern me, completely take all your arguments One thing that might be the undoing of Sheffield Wednesday is boy, have they got a discipline problem. Uh, Five red cards in the last nine games.
1: Did you see the highlights against Reading? No, I haven't. There should have been probably maybe four clear penalties uh, relating to your point of just absolute pure aggression, aggression, aggressive defending.
0: Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so if they can keep eleven on the pitch, it, I agree. They've got an excellent chance of getting something from this game. Uh, absolutely. Okay, then um, I think that's all for the champion. Let's look at League One.
1: There's a couple of uh, big games, isn't there, Tom? In League One, we've got Portsmouth, Peterborough, Plymouth, Ipswich. Uh, we've got Fleetwood, Blackpool. Obviously, a big derby game There's... There's plenty to go off from an entertainment point of view. Uh, Let's get down to the nitty-gritty in terms of uh, gambling, because that's why we're all listening to this pod. Uh, We're going to have a look at the Fleetwood-Blackpool game. Obviously, this is a little bit of a derby. We've got two teams in good form. Fleetwood in eighth, they're the home side. Blackpool, 14th. That seems... A little bit low, but obviously Blackpool had a really poor start, and just recently they've really picked up. They've actually lost one of their last six, all five of them being wins. Um, I am going to go with a couple of things here. So first of all, I think we're going to get both teams to score. 10 to 11 is that price. I think we're also going to get over 2.5 goals, 11 to 10. And if you wanted to stretch... And get a bit of an outsider this weekend. I think Fleetwood to win and both teams to score four to one. I think that is a really good price for a team that, you know, is eyeing promotion, basically, at home. I mean, the the talent that they they've got, especially, you know, their strength in depth is, is absolutely frightening. So for me, that is a very tantalizing and huge price.
0: Yeah, big price, big price. Yeah, so I've got both teams to score, which is um, a big price, I reckon, as well, considering the stats that are available to us. So four to five is the price for both teams to score in the big game you mentioned between Portsmouth and Peterborough. Now, these two sides currently sit third, that's Peterborough, and sixth in the league, which is Portsmouth. Um, Both sides also have trouble keeping clean sheets as well. So uh, from Portsmouth's perspective, they haven't kept a clean sheet in seven consecutive matches. And then that's, that's going across all competitions. And in Peterborough's perspective, they've only kept one clean sheet in the last seven consecutive matches as well. So two sides here, very leaky, uh, but also very capable of scoring goals. You know, they, these are two sides who have scored the most goals in this division, almost aside from a couple, Portsmouth, 26 goals scored, which is joint with Hull. Peter with 24 goals scored, which is um, the fourth best in the league. So, yeah, for me, four to five for both teams to score when they seem to have goals going in at both ends all the time at both these teams. Seems the logical one to go for, here.
1: Yep. That's going to be a cracking game, isn't it? Absolutely yeah, cracking game. So. Yeah. Going to, have, uh, going to have an eye on that one, for sure. Uh, let's talk about Lincoln. Lincoln uh, sat in second position. They're traveling away to Rochdale. I am not fooled, Tom. I am not falling for this trap. Rochdale, last time out, went and battered Plymouth 4-0 away. No one goes to home park and, and wins. Never mind dispatchers Plymouth 4-0. But I'm not falling for it. Either Rochdale turned it off. I didn't watch the game. Either Rochdale turned it on on the night and, you know, it was a freak, great performance, or Plymouth were absolutely diabolical. I don't know what it was, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get back to normality on Saturday. Rochdale played seven at home, won just one. Lincoln, away from home, played seven, lost just one. I think if these two teams play each other, 10 times lincoln win nine they are 11 to 10 at spotland and i am taking the imps
0: yeah yeah i could definitely see that one coming in having a fantastic season aren't they uh, under michael appleton and yeah. lincoln
1: it's just what he does isn't it
0: so what uh, they they should thank us lincoln actually shouldn't they because they take either our former players or their our players on loan oh yeah and they do really well yeah yeah, I understand. Brennan Johnson and uh, George Grant. Obviously, they, they now have Grant permanently, Johnson on loan. But yeah, two of their standout performances. Yeah, I
1: think Grant's captain as well. So
0: Yeah, yeah. Test- I keep seeing him banging penalties all the time. Yeah,
1: testament to him.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I've got one more. Um, another of both teams to score for me. And that's coming in the Sunderland against Wigan game. Again, two sides who really struggle to keep clean sheets. Sunderland haven't kept a clean sheet uh, for the last seven consecutive games. And Wigan, again, they've kept just one clean sheet in the last nine games. So both teams really struggled to keep clean sheets. And then head to head, when we look at that, eight out of the last 10 games between the two sides have been both teams to score as well. So defensively, both really struggling. Um, The only doubts i probably perhaps have about that is can they put them in? But uh, they have been, I suppose, in recent weeks. Um, But yeah, both teams to score for me there. And I realise I've not read the price for that. Hmm. It's 19 to 20.
1: (laughs) 19 to 20. On the 29th of September 2012, this was a Premier League game. That was the last time this fixture was played. Sunderland won 1-0. But yeah, what a fall from grace for those two. Uh, Moving on to League 2?
0: Yeah, moving on to League 2.
1: Lovely stuff. Well, all right, so we're going to start off with ah, URFGR. So, Forest Green Rovers away to Harrogate. If you look at form, this is not the strongest tip from us this weekend. Forest Green have actually won one in their last six games. Uh, They are unbeaten in the last three. The two draws coming against Newport at home. Fair enough. And Barrow away. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Harrogate are in a lot of trouble. They have lost three of the last four. The biggest concern for me is losing 5-2 at home Scunthorpe. That is just that is just red flag central there are so many things going off in my head that is a incredibly worrying result for Harrogate who started off so well so well but now they're playing off the back of that result they've got a you know promotion hopeful in Forest Green who are sat in fourth i can only see this going one way despite the fact forest green haven't been f- firing on all cylinders Six to five for Rovers on the road. I'm happy to take it. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> definitely not um, performing particularly well at Harrogate. For me, just just inject Tramay Rovers into my veins. You know, the eight consecutive wins across all competitions. Eight. This is a side that I feel like have come from kind of nowhere on our radars really in the last few weeks. Not well, not last few weeks in the last kind of month or so. They've really, really turned it up. Um, yeah, eight consecutive wins across all competitions has seen them go to the edge of the playoffs in eighth position. Uh, they play a Walsall side who haven't had a, a win away all season. So uh, seven games played away from home for Walsall. Uh, six draws, one defeat, no wins. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about those six draws You could say they're kind of keeping it tight on the road. But, you know, they're against the juggernaut here at the moment in Tranmere. 13-10 to for a side who's won eight on the bounce against a side who hasn't won away from home. Just give me Tranmere.
1: Yeah. I mean, we predicted them, didn't we, at the start of the season to be up there. They had a really troubling start off and on the pitch. And, uh, yeah, Yeah. they've managed to turn it round. And they're looking good. Tom? I've got a home team that has won their last five games in all competitions against an away team that has lost five in a row in all competitions and the away team hasn't won any of their last nine games against the home team. Are you interested?
0: This sounds like it's too easy. <laughs> you know when everything lines up and it's too easy and too obvious.
1: Yeah, well, are you
0: talking about Bolton and Port Vale? Yes,
1: Bolton Port Vale. <laughs> I am. So uh, Bolton, thirteen to ten. The draw, twelve to five. Port Vale, two to one. We're obviously looking towards Bolton after reading those stats out. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the research on the surface, and I do fancy Bolton. Uh, how can you not, right? Uh, won the last five against, lost the last five and won the last five at home. Of course, I'm going to go for Bolton at 13-10. to 10. Just want to read out the catch. And you knew there was one coming, Tom. Bolton's wins have been against Southend, Scunthorpe, Stevenage, Newcastle under-21s and Salford. And when they played Salford, it was still under Alexander. So, yes, they've won a lot of games in a row. Yes, it looks absolutely amazing. But the level of opposition has been very poor. Possibly possibly the poorest group of opposition to offer um, in League 2. And throw Salford in there, who obviously were not doing... You know we're not firing on all cylinders, shall we say? So that's my only catch. Uh, but 13 to 10 is hard not to get sucked
0: in. Yeah, big time, big time. But if you look at Port Vale's defeats, they've lost to Scunthorpe and they've lost to Stevenage, mm-hmm. they've lost to Leighton Orient. Now, no disrespect to some of these teams, but come on, this that's
1: poor. It is, especially for a team that should mm-hmm. be. You know, I mean, they're 14th, but you know, they should be in around the top seven for sure.
0: Yeah, big time. Big time. Um, right, I've got another both teams to score here. It's in the Colchester against Grimsby game. And both teams to score is priced at four to six. So a little bit shorter than some of the prices that we have been reading out. Um, Colchester have had nine consecutive games both teams to score, which is mainly why Um, I'm tipping this Grimsby without a clean sheet in six consecutive games. And both teams have been involved in uh, lots of goal fests as well. So Grimsby have had uh, over 2.5 goals in six of the last consecutive games. Colchester over 2.5 goals in seven of the last nine consecutive games. So wherever these two sides go, goals seem to follow them around. Result wise, couldn't care less. Um, Yeah, you know. Both teams very, very up and down in the last kind of three or four weeks. Colchester have beaten Southend six one and lost to Exeter six one. What kind of topsy turvy form is that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty wild, isn't it?
0: So yeah, both teams of school I think should uh, should be a gimme here.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. In terms of the League Two, I don't have anything else to add. Do you? No,
0: that's all, that's all for me. Um, so shall we recap last week's winning bomb-proof yes.
1: Or bomb-
0: bomb-proof quadruple? <laughs> oh, bomb- bomb-proof
1: <laughs> quadruple. So if you are new to the show, this is the part where me and Tom put together all of our tips, all of our tips, all of our knowledge, research, general gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, into a couple of tips that we recommend that you uh, back for the weekend. We back our own bets with £10 stakes, but we only want you to bet where you can afford to lose. And please gamble responsibly and please take that very, very seriously. Um, we had, yeah, we normally have a treble. And we had a special treble that was one to two, or thereabouts fourfold, is what we <laughs> called it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we had a, a traditional as well. So we'll go through the one that lost. Unfortunately, Uh, we had Norwich to beat Coventry. Unfortunately, that was a draw. We had Hull to beat Stevenage in the FA Cup. Unfortunately, Stevenage actually won that game after extra time. It was a draw at full time. And then we had Southampton, double chance against Man United, which looked absolutely spectacular at 2-0 up, but they lost 3-2. So that one... Needs to go into the history books relatively quickly. Uh, Do you know what?
0: Just to butt in, yeah. I don't think that shovel was too bad. On the face of it, we, we didn't pick a winner. But you had um, Norwich conceded in literally like the 90th minute, Hall conceded in the 80 something minute to, to draw it full time, and then Southampton conceded in like the 90 something minute. So we were very, very close. Um, bar teams conceding late, really. I think we're a lot closer than it looks when you just read out the results like that.
1: I think um, I think the word fine margins is is describes it well. I think.
0: Yeah, and we're we're on the wrong side of all of them.
1: Yeah. So Tom, do you want to take us through the uh, through the fourfold, mate?
0: Yeah. So the fourfold, um, we have Barnsley to score away at Blackburn at one to two. We had Wolves to score away at Arsenal at 8-15. to We had Portsmouth to be winning at half-time against Kings Lynn, which is 4-6. to And Man City against Burnley. Uh, I think it was Man City to score over 2.5 goals. That's 4-9. to um, So all of that wraps up in a nice £10 example accumulator returned. fifty five thirty
1: seven. So... A lovely, lovely winner there, Tom. Um, so, I'm going to give you most of the credit. Uh, you you were quarterbacking uh, the treble one to two or thereabouts fourfold. So, <laughs> so congratulations there. Uh, another week, Thank you. more opportunity to come. So, again, we're going to do a traditional treble and we are also going to throw out there a little bit of a special treble as well. So,
0: yeah and these special trebles doing really well at the moment doing really well we've had four special trebles we've won two um and lost two by one team so i think i was working this out in my head so overall that's 13 tips on the special trebles um 11 have come in and just two have lost so we're on pretty good form with them
1: we were until you jinxed it
0: <laughs> no we don't believe in that
1: No, neither do I. Well, yeah, um, new week, new opportunity.
0: Right, so we'll start with the special treble then this weekend. uh, Let's make it two consecutive winning weeks in a row for the special. Um, We're going to go for the over 2.5 goals treble this weekend. So we'll start off with Colchester against Grimsby to be over 2.5 goals. That's four to five. Then we'll also go for Brentford against Blackburn to be over 2.5 goals. You mentioned, Tom, good price here. 10 to 11 for these high scoring sides to uh, have a game over 2.5. And finally, this is Man City to score over 2.5 goals against Fulham. It's 1 to 2. Just to reiterate, this is Man City to score, not the game as a whole to be over 2.5. So Man City needs to score three or more. Uh, That's 1 to 2 and a 10 pound example stake on that pays 51 54
1: love it love it hopefully there's a lot of entertaining games
0: yeah hopefully
1: and i have no idea off the top of my head you know what uh, what category or anything like that uh, or tier sorry whatever what everywhere is in but yeah if you uh, if you're going down to a game and you're at the Colchester Grimsby Brentford black or man city fulham game tweet us in game i want to know how yeah, it's going
0: yeah. yeah brentford are our fans yeah london london's tier two i believe so they're there our fans go. yeah
1: yeah if you're at the brentford game let us know how it's going so uh we can keep up to date uh traditional treble is a league two special it's all league two uh we'll me and tom were going through and the three teams that we liked the most at the best prices, etc., cetera, we're all in need, too. It's just kind of happened organically. So, we're going to go first of all on the road with Forest Green Rovers away at Harrogate Town. They are six to five. We're also going to go for Bolton Wanderers at home to Port Vale, 13 to 10. And we're going to go for Inject It Into My Veins, Tranmere Rovers price also at 13 to 10 lots of big prices which means your 10 pound example stake is going to return you 122 19 Ooh. yeah Woof. yeah it's a big boy nice. it's a big boy
0: that is a big boy that is a big boy i think it's a good travel as well we, we've spoken about all of those teams um particularly bolton and chanmere look look really nailed on at the prices they are uh yeah, just Forest Green to pull through for us against this Harrogate side who are
1: struggling. Yeah, so fingers <clears> crossed <throat> that uh, that that uh, can all come off. Let's talk about fancy football, Tom.
0: Yeah, how'd you do last week?
1: Well, I got sixty-two points. So, oh, I got more. You beat me. Yes, that's amazing. So the the average was forty-four, and I got sixty-two. And I actually have a green arrow next to the Football Betting Podcast <laughs> League, which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Unreal. I'm now up to hundred and twenty-seventh.
0: Wow. Yeah, you say see, you, see, you know you're on your way to breaking the top one hundred. I am <laughs> getting there. I am.
1: And uh where are you located?
0: Um, I got sixty-one points, so you're beaten by just a point. Uh I'm forty fifth. Hmm. So I've gone down. I've got a red arrow. Um, yeah, I went down a bit. The thing is, it's so annoying, isn't it, in this league? Because it's such a high standard. You get a good score. Like, like I got 61. I'm like, yeah, that's good. But I go down.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, I beat the average by nearly 20 points. I've still gone down. Yeah,
1: it's, it's tough. I mean, when we started this, you know, I think we only had maybe 20 or so teams. If you yeah. correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. But we you know, I felt pretty good. You know, I was kind of mid-table all the time. But now we've got over 200 teams in this league. <laughs> it's very, very competitive. Um, yeah. But there is still time. Oh, Tom, actually, it's your turn to read out the top 10. So do you want to yep. go okay, through so, that, mate?
0: So. Yeah, from 10 to 1. Uh, Ronan Harrington, Matt Lock-Cooper, Jamie Parker, John Courtney, David Doherty, Owen Fagan, Tristan Hill, Connell Glen Martin, Ronan Gormley, and Paul Fraser is currently top with his team catchphrase.
1: I think I think Paul's a new leader, isn't he?
0: He is. Yeah, he's a new leader. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
1: I've seen his name. Yeah, well on top of the tree. So, congratulations, mate. Uh, this week, he had Salah with twelve points, Fernandez and Grealish ten each, Wilson twelve, Joe Lewis six, Mendy six. Yeah, you had a good week, 68 yeah, I, points.
0: I got pretty lucky this week because I, I did my transfers, but I forgot to set my captain. Oof. So it defaulted to Bruno Fernandes, oh. um, which luckily luckily, came off because he got 20 points as captain. I did want De Bruyne, who would have also got 20 points as captain, so it kind of equaled itself out. But yeah, I just looked out a little bit there.
1: A bit. A lot, I'd say. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Well, if you want to also got hit by
0: Pep Roulette,
1: Pep Roulette on
0: Laporte didn't play.
1: Yeah, Laporte didn't play. Pep Roulette, honestly, is is something I'm I'm very scared of. Very scared of. It's mm. a real thing. Um, so, if you want to join our fancy league, uh, you can still join. If you've got a team with the official uh, Premier League fancy football, you'll join our league at your rightful spot. So if you deserve to be 80th, you'll be 80th. Um, If you want the league code, Tom normally puts it in the podcast description. If he doesn't do that, then let me know on social media. So our social media channels are growing faster than ever before. So we really appreciate that. Uh, Twitter's the best place, T underscore FB podcast. Facebook as well, uh, facebook.com slash podcasts. And if you want to email us with anything, if you want to be a bit more official, then uh, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com is the place to do it.
0: Absolutely. And if you have enjoyed the show, guys, we really appreciate it. If you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Yeah, so that pretty much wraps up this week. As I said, coming off the back of a winner. So fingers crossed we can uh, we can replicate that again, Tom.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, good luck, guys. For any bets you do have on this week, please get in touch on social, like Tom says. Uh, send us any bets you've got on. we love to see them, especially winning bet slips. So, uh, yeah, other than that, we'll see you this time again next week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Take care.